This episode of The Shakes is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use offer code SHAKES10. I got a meat tummy. (laughs) You don't even know. (laughs) Well, I didn't see that coming. From Kansas City, home of your mom's last embarrassing Facebook comment, it's The Shakes. Quinn, did you see our um, our publicity photo? It's awesome. The really blurry black and white one. No, we have a pu- we ha- we finally have a official publicity photo what no i haven't it seen is, it okay, is it hold, on facebook well, it, it's on facebook but here i also have it for my desktop let me let me shrink oh god damn okay it. come here and look at this oh no <laughs> <laughs> is that not the best oh no yeah that yeah because i was i was going through i was <laughs> That's- I'm eating some random wings. <laughs> yeah. It was somebody on somebody's plate. Yeah, that's the best part is he's eating somebody else's wings. <laughs> oh god damn it. Yeah, so uh, I so who I needs a professional photographer. I know. So I was I was going through That that is it. That's the I was going through the shots from from last Thursday night and and yeah, as I was looking at those and I was toggling through and Robin saw that and she's like, That's the one. That's I'm like, the yeah, one. there's no way that there could ever not be that. Yeah, and that's, that's it. it. So yeah, so I actually knew when we took that one, I was like, "Well, that's gonna be it." Yep, that's, that's it. it. That's grabbing it. That's grabbing my boobs. That's, that's gonna the be the nutshell. one. Oh god, yeah, that was a. I know. I I I got that. That is that's my favorite red wine. The oh my god, who's gonna drive me home? I well, I didn't know you would be drinking since <laughs> yeah, two. Jesus, I didn't know you're gonna be seven. Yeah, this is a that is a bag. that is a Louis Jadot Beaujolais <laughs> Village. And then, and then over the? here, that sounds I, like a vagina. In it, yeah, it does. And that is champagne. It's like real French champagne, and that's why it's only that's only, that's why it's only like that big. It's champagne. Champagne. I was like, I'm gonna do this shit right. So, Whoa! Yeah, yeah. So if you you know if you're not gonna sit on the couch, I'm gonna you know. And I've got a. I'm gonna naked, get you arrested I'm, first. I'm sitting on the couch. Well, I've you're got a, on the couch now. I've but. got a naked clown coming in later with just three <laughs> balloons. <laughs> Throw a dart, sweetie. <laughs> Last week when we did the episode, uh, the Cleo's episode, mm-hmm. we all walk into the room in Alamo Draft House, and I say to Quinn and Jeremy, I'm like, wow, this is going to be a really bizarre show because we're showing this stuff and we're just going to be talking about it. How weird is that going to be? That's when Jeremy says, no, I've got a camera set up. And so I just, I want to take that moment because it was like, well, of course, no, Jeremy because literally has. Pat and I looked at each other like we are the biggest dicks yeah, ever. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to take this moment to say this show really wouldn't be what it is. No, it, we would Jeremy. literally have zero show. We would have Jeremy. zero show. Zero show. Jeremy well, thinks of you. everything, puts it all together, is really the backbone. And bone. also knows what to bother us with. Yes. 
<laughs> because like he doesn't even have to tell us, hey, there's going to be a camera there because we're uh, like, because of course we're going to get there and be well, like, why isn't there a camera? And well, be it, like, oh no, but there is. A ca- <laughs> well, if Quinn would have known there would have been a camera, she wouldn't have worn the fucking yeah. beach underwear that she wore. Oh my god, the hell you I hate wearing. it. That was the worst. Those chairs were the worst to sit in while they wearing were. a dress. They I, were, I, 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 got, I gotta say, the, I gotta say, the chairs were not what I wanted. I, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted, I wanted a a table that we could put our drinks out, have some equipment, you know, be comfortable. But no, no, they want they wanted to sit us up high. Maybe but you a know bar what? I actually, I actually think that it worked pretty well. What I really wanted to do was actually make an approximation of uh, Mom's basement, kind of like in Wayne's World when they yeah. went on to the TV mm-hmm. show. You take the couch. Yeah, I wanted to bring the couch and the chairs and all that stuff and have that. But oh my god, this couch would be such a bitch. <sighs> yeah, tell me about it. Tell me about it. And I was Jer- having, Jeremy, I was Jeremy Johnson was pretty firm on that. He's like, nope, those are the chairs. Yep, you're those are your chairs. Oh, those are your oh. chairs. Okay, make so, it work. Mm-hmm. I stood. Yeah, we did. I, we I all, laid down we, on the floor. We all went, we went Oprah. Yeah, we all went Oprah. All went Oprah real damn fast. And then we didn't even talk about how we were all Oprah by the end of the show. Well, I mean, I I had a boner through most of the show, <laughs> so I had to stand behind the chair. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, I you know I spent some time laying down just because we were so close to the screen. How oh how how the hell do you watch? You there know, were multiple ones where I was like, I can't even look at. this. Yeah, it's I can't like, even see it. It's so because okay, so everybody, you know, you if if you listen to that episode, we were at the Alamo Draft House, which is a movie theater, which is you know you know coolest. what movie theaters are. The screens are twenty feet tall, and we are. And sitting you know two feet like in front of the twenty foot tall to screen sit in the front row, <laughs> yes, of a movie theater. What if the front row were two feet away from yeah. the screen? That was where we were sitting. So it was, yeah, it was a little tough to, it probably to see. Was it the times. most hard for Pat because he didn't watch any. My shit was raw. Yeah, well, my I, shit was it real was, and raw. But guess who had the smartest comment of the night, as said by multiple people? Me, Joy. What? <laughs> What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> what you said the thing about that? I the wanted to stop s- celebrating mediocrity in the male gender. Oh, whatever. Oh, I thought you like the smell in the strategy, and that came from multiple dudes. Mm. Whoa! Well, that was also another smart that thing I said. One. That was a good one. Smelling the strategy. Smelling the strategy. What? Where was the mediocrity in the? Was that the Procter and Gamble one? No, no. It was just like all of them. It was like a beer, Guinness one, normal, doing amazing things, and here we go, slow mo running with a beer. That might be kind of where I started to lose track of what happened. The the world, according to advertising, men are being wrangled by a fucking sheep herding dog. Yeah, and women that. are out raising Olympic athletes. Oh, was that that thinking. was oh? So it was the Guinness thing. Yeah, was well, that was where Guinness, you said the no, smart thing? I well, I said it then. Well, no, I said it because we saw the Guinness one where the sheep wrangling man dog, mm-hmm. and we saw it with the guys that were running with their beers for that. Yeah, and then we saw it with the guy that's like farmers here are revered for their beer, you know, and it was like all these super average farmers being like, you know, getting all this ass and like the weird, the weirdest, the the worst was when Miller light did the whole campaign where like some idiot dude has got this super hot girlfriend and he's ditching her for a Miller light. It's like, 
I'm sorry, I can't. That's just stupid. Well, yes, that. But then <laughs> there were stupid. even. I mean, I can even make this whole argument for the axe stuff. Okay, let's hear it. Basically, the act stuff is being like, you're a dude, so you don't care about anything but getting drunk and not smelling like shit. I think it's really about getting laid. Okay. <laughs> yes, not smelling I'm like sorry. shit is I'm also... I'm sorry, is getting drunk the same as getting laid? No, not smelling like shit is the same as getting laid. Ah. Um, Man, if that if that were true, yeah, good God! <laughs> if not smelling like shit no. were exactly the same as getting laid, that would be. Uh, but it's like phenomenal. these totally mediocre dudes like putting on the show for the for the high maintenance girl, and then for the brainy girl, and then for the sporty girl, and it's just like eat my dick. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. We just had a watershed <laughs> moment on the shakes, people. No, goes, Quinn has a dick. That goes, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good moment. Oh, geez. I'm sweaty. Okay, overall, how did we feel about the Cleos? I, I think it went well. No, 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 no. The the collection of the, the oh the spots. collection of the spots. Eh. Yeah, I I don't I know. Really, I really I like I remember being I re- and maybe it was the place I was at in past years, but I remember going to the Clio event and being like, yeah, there was nothing really so that I looked good. at. It was like a bunch of shit from like South America, you know, and like. Mm-hmm. Weird ass fucking shit, right? Yeah. Everything felt super American. Felt like mm, so hard. Yeah. Felt way too long. Like even like that that the thirty the second whiskey, spots. I was like, what the? F-? The whiskey one where the guy's walking in his speedo and shit. I'm like, God, that was Southern like a comfort. sixty second spot yeah, mm-hmm. where they could have been fifteen seconds. It's like, it dude, horrible. it just it mm-hmm. felt indulgent. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was... Um, Another spot celebrating the mediocrity of men. Damn right. Yeah. He should have had hair on his back. I'm pretty sure he, he did. did. I thought he had pretty a smooth sure back. No. It's weird. I'm pretty sure he was hairy. I saw, I saw, his, I saw his back and I'm like, I want to put some sun lotion on that <laughs> like back. That's, that's, that's a, that looks like an unprotected yeah. back. Mm. <laughs> I need some of that shit. <laughs> I got some no. hair for you, pal. I'm pretty sure that there was hair on that back. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, you know, and and the thing was is is I had originally when I programmed the show, I had like twenty, twenty spots, and it felt really tight, you know. And and they were like, ah, you you could have more than that. And so it was like I I had to struggle to find I mean, six we more. Have- we had twenty six, twenty seven, something like that. And How many yeah. spots were there total? Um, I think I a lot more. Yeah, I think I had ne- I nearly started, forty to choose from. I okay. started watching all the bronzes, and I was like, uh, "It was a good show, though. That was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, I had a really good time. Yeah, not half as good of a time as we're going to have October seventeenth. Even though Quinn's not going to be here. Yeah, that's what's going to make it. That's what's gonna make it awesome. <laughs> no, we're we're gonna we're on October seventeenth. We're gonna have the uh, shakes 
fan appreciation party sponsored by Squarespace. So, Jeremy, how do you get this well, golden yeah, ticket? It's, it's very of. interesting how you should ask. You can find the link that's in the show notes for this episode, and you can go and get your own ticket, and you know, just just show up then. And so, but it'll be good. There's gonna be there's gonna be a Boulevard beer, so that we we've, we've got that flowing like in. the salmon yep. of Capistrano. Yep. So there will be Boulevard beer, good food, uh, some you know little tchotchkes and and some stuff um i've got a a a nice little nice little gift for each attendee that is that's nice. being worked on hmm? is there going to be a selection of uh, fine meats and cheeses uh, there's going to be a selection of fine meats and cheeses where's your gift your gift will come in the mail you'll get one Here's a break in the action to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. You know Squarespace, they are constantly improving their platform with new features, new designs, and even better customer support. Of course, they've got fantastically beautiful designs for you to start with and all the style options that you need to create a unique website for yourself or for your business. Squarespace has got over 20 highly customizable templates for you to choose from. And those, those templates, they're gorgeous. And they've won numerous design awards from prestigious institutions like the All Awards. I'm not exactly sure how you would say that, but I'm just going to say All Awards. A-W-W-W-W-A-Wards. The FWA, uh, the Webbies, and even Forbes. We've talked about this many times. It's incredibly easy to use, but if you want some help, Squarespace has an amazing support team that works 24 hours a day and seven days a week. I believe the Care Bear Lair is the name of that place. That's right. And of course, it's incredibly affordable. Squarespace starts at just $8 a month and includes a free domain name if you sign up for a full year. Now, you can start your Squarespace trial with no credit card down. Just go sign up and start using Squarespace and find out how easy and fantastic it is to use this publishing platform. Now, when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, and I think you will, make sure to use the offer code SHAKES10 to get 10% off and show your support for the Shakes. Thank you very much to Squarespace for supporting the Shakes and Mule Radio Syndicate, and we love them. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. How's the garage sale going? Good. I thought it did really well. And then, Great. And, and then, and then, really up there, really up there with the sales. And then, and then Steve's brother comes over and he's like, oh yeah, well, we did like $1,500 at our garage sale. How much did you and sell? I was like, oh, okay. How much did you sell? $550. That's great. I thought it was great. That I sold like fantastic. the one time we had a garage sale and it's like my wife for some reason just absolutely hates garage sales. I hate them so much. And so mm-hmm. I took mm-hmm. the day off. I It was a Friday, Saturday, took the day off the night before I have a horrible gout attack. Like I can barely. <laughs> Damn it, Pat. <laughs> I don't know if it was the stress. Fucking gout attacks. I don't know if it was the stress of the garage sale. Gout attacks. I don't even understand what that is. I feel really weird. It is. It's old timey, man. Yeah. (laughs) It's like like a maritime disease. It's like Game of Thrones shit. I thought that, like, yeah, like pirates got that. Kings. Kings get it. Scurvy. Kings get it. Yeah, kings get the gout. (laughs) 
I got the gout. Anyway, pops. got a horrible attack. <laughs> and I seriously, the next morning, I could barely fucking walk. Yeah. And I have to move all this shit out of our garage, out into our driveway. And my wife like <laughs> comes out. With big toes the size of oranges. <laughs> my wife comes out and she goes, see ya. And there was like some like sixty year old lady who showed up like it was supposed to start at like eight or nine. She showed she up, showed up yeah, at five. She showed up at like seven. Yeah, and fuck so them. she's helping me move all this shit out while my wife's like, "Gotta go." I'm like, "What the hell? Where'd she go? She went to work." We had the same thing. You had it on a weekday. I had it on a Friday. Uh, that's that's where you we get. We started the peeps. ours on Friday. Waking up super early in the morning, think I'm going to get stuff done, and then like I get a cup of coffee, and then I'm sitting on the back deck, and I'm just like chain-smoking and playing Candy Crush, and I'm like, what? I'm out of lives already? Bye. What? I'm out of lives already? Bye. So what she's saying is she spent all of her garage sale uh, income on Candy Crush. Uh, I will. I will have to say that I played a game on my iPad called Clash of Clans. Sounds horrible. And I, I, I remember seeing the icon for I that. I spent a lot of money on that goddamn game. Mm-hmm. I, I did a game called Kingdoms of Camelot for a while. That was like kind of the same thing. It was like a Sims like castle yeah. building and like a, and people would attack you. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I yeah. There was eventually. I just had to say, okay, enough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then I was talking to my sister about, it and she was like, "Well, you know, Candy Crush is a scam, right?" And I was like, what? She goes, what? Yeah, Quinn, like they design it so that every time you go to play, there's five, you have five lives. And the first life is like pretty easy. Like you almost win. Almost. And then you're really excited for the next one. But then you almost but less don't win. (laughs) And then by the third one, you're like fucked. And then the fourth one, you're even more fucked. And then by the fifth one, you're like, oh, it was over before it started. That is, you know what? You know that what is this- true. There is a pattern to it. And it also, I think by time of day, like like I can, I don't really play Candy Crush that much anymore, but I play Pet Rescue Saga, which is made by the same people. Oh my God. Made by the same people. And like if I, if I play it in the morning, invariably, I will always pass the level first time in the morning. That I that I had been working, you know, a day or two on, and but then yeah, but then it you like think it's it programmed that way. I th- I think yeah, I think no, that they can I they can the do some Crush. they can you know do what? some. Uh, this is exactly like no Candy Crush is the most genius game ever invented. And honestly, Wayne's if World. Any of us were smart enough to come up with this, we would not be sitting here right now. No, Wayne, Wayne's World, where Noah. Noah's arcade. Noah's arcade where yeah. he says, I got this game where <laughs> kids throw their, and the thing is, they can never get to that level, but they keep on pumping quarters into it. It's exactly That's that. Exactly yep. what it's it exactly is. that. Yep. yep. Because you can either spend 99 cents or wait 26 minutes. Yep. And guess what I choose every time? <laughs> <laughs> what happens after 26 minutes? You get lives you get back. You get life. one life back after 26 minutes. You can't wait 26 minutes? <laughs> I'm on a schedule, brah. Uh, <laughs> I got shit to do. I got fucking shit to do. In I'm on a schedule, brah. <laughs> Guys, I'm mad nobody's calling in. I'm mad nobody's calling in either. You know what? I don't think people listen anymore. I think we've lost all of our listeners. 
Well, it is a Wednesday night, so people are like out drinking and. Well, shit. they're not, and then and they're not. They're used to the Tuesday night. Okay, here's the thing. Call us up if you don't want this to be the last Shakes episode ever. There you go. So yeah, we're just going to burn go. this fucker down unless you call. <laughs> I'm going to light myself on fire. I'm going to stab Quinn in the weenus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to nail her dick to the table. <laughs> Guys, there's a lot of violent things that are going to happen to me if you don't call it. <laughs> How Game of Thrones was yeah, that? That was that was okay. pretty hardcore. Name your dick. I'm gonna nail One thing dick. I will say is that I hadn't every time we do some kind of event or we're somewhere all together, I'm always shocked at the number of people that come up to me and are like, I listen to the shakes and blah 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 blah. Like I'm always like what? Seriously? Yeah, I know, me too, because I'm pretty sure call in? nobody fucking listens, but uh, then people say they listen. I know. Yeah, there were some people that I've listened to every single episode. My friend in Chicago, he, well, I told you when I went yeah. to New Orleans with him, mm-hmm. I would tell a story and he goes, yeah, you already told that. I already heard that on the shakes. I'm like, you Why? can't. Stop. Dude, Stop. don't listen. Don't I listen know. to the episodes. Oh you're, I know. I'm I have a friend that did the same blowing thing. Blowing all my, my material. Who is pregnant. She has been listening to all the episodes and, I'm, and I was because that's what you thing, do like when you're pregnant. Really funny and like saying something I thought was going to be hilarious. She was like, "I already heard that." Yeah, I episode heard seven. That. Yeah, yeah I got heard that, that one. Like, heard that joke. Oh my god! But then there are the people that are like, "I heard that you mentioned us in something," and so I listened the entire hour and I didn't hear it. And I'm like, Sorry. and you're like, Jeremy, cut it. Jeremy, cut it. <laughs> okay, Quinn, what are what are your top fears for moving to Boston? Ooh, yeah, poopy pants time. We haven't done a poopy pants time in a long time. Poopy pants time. Poopy pants time. <laughs> so, yes, top poopy pants for, okay. for Quinn. In the immediate sense, it's, you know, figuring out the move. Like, moving is really fucking stressful. Yeah. And... Like we have to sell a house or we have to figure out how to rent it. And either way, that's all expensive and hard. So there's that. And then there's the fact that like my husband and I literally fight about everything. It's like, will we take this plate? I want to take the plate. I don't want to take the plate. We're not taking the plate. We're taking the plate. I want to take the plate. And I'm like, all right, I guess we're taking the fucking plate. Pack it. They are going to fit in in Boston so well. Yeah. Anyway, so then there's stuff like that. But then I think advertising related, it's just like I have this horrible fear that I'm going to get there and I'm going to be one of those like creative duds. They're like, ooh, this isn't. Yeah, they're like, man, we we rolled snake eyes on that one. No, but you know what I mean? You know, those people that have been in a creative department with you where it's like, it's like, oh, you, whatever you did, you pulled the wool over someone's eye. Mm-hmm. And maybe you are really good. And maybe there's a combination of things fucking with you right now. I don't know. But like right now, you're just kind of a dud. And like all we can do is just give you basic shit. <laughs> I'm worried I'm going to be that. What happened yeah, to our like, investment? And then I'm pretty nervous that nobody's going to like me. Well, well, no one is going to like you. I mean, that's a real. I mean, we can just go and accept. I know, mm-hmm. I know. The worst part about it is that, like, it's like sort of one of those things. It's like, it's 
sort of built this whole personality around the fact that nobody likes me. Mm-hmm. So you kind of thrive. You kind of thrive on I that. I should be able to accept that. Yeah, you should be good with that. Can you imagine? See, the thing is, is that I'm just not. I'm just not okay with it. Like I, I genuinely want people to like me when I get there. And then you want to alienate them. And then I and then I want the option to okay. have them not yeah. like me. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine Quinn in a paradise scenario where she doesn't have to huff and puff about anything? That would be the worst. She, Quinn wouldn't know what to do with herself. It would be pretty bad. It would. It be wouldn't bad. really be. It wouldn't be really very much fun because because what you would end up with. Well, okay. Because what I was going to say. What I was going to say is just dress up real pretty on the first day, but then, but, but, but here, here's the, but that's, that's exactly what you would end up with in like a paradise situation. Because if like, if she didn't have anything to huff and puff about or, you know, be surly about you, you would have, you would have guys, like, but I am surly. Like it's like, I know you're surly, you but if we're saying, this, we're like, saying if you weren't, doesn't exist. Like no, well, that is my personality. You I, are. I that's I know. I know. That's, that's what we're why, doing. We're trying we're to imagine if you weren't. Dumbass. Oh, we got a call. Oh, we got a call. Oh my God. All right. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. dude. You're on live with the shakes. Hi guys. Who's this? Jess from New Mexico. Oh, oh my Jess from New Mexico. Jess, what's up? Uh, not much. I heard you guys were complaining about not having anyone call into the show for like the millionth time ever. I know. We're feeling like a bunch of losers. Actually, Jess, oh, you know what no, you did? No. You know what you did? You saved us for another episode because we were ready to shut it down yep. if we didn't get any phone calls. Yep, that so, was it. This was going to be the last episode, but nice then you job. called. So. Nice yep. yeah, job. Jess, you, you know just saved the day. I heard you say that, but I didn't really believe it. But just in case. Oh, oh believe it. Oh. Believe it. It was true. <laughs> Serious is a heart Calling attack over here. Shit. What's your nine to five? Uh I do a bunch of different things. Um, for my nine to five, I work in a print shop. I'm a print tech. Nice. Oh, okay. A bunch of things like big flatbed printing. We do a lot of things for signs, outdoor, indoor, vinyl, all kinds of stuff. What are your other jobs? Uh, okay, so well, that's my only like job job that I'm actually getting paid for. But I also serve on the board of AIJ New Mexico as the vice president. There you go. Oh, all right. Okay, Jess, where right. do you live in New Mexico? I live in Albuquerque. How'd you How'd you get there? What uh, you, you born and raised there, or what? Uh, no, I was born and raised in a little town called Durango, Colorado. But yeah, that's that's where I grew up. Is is Durango, and I went to college there in a little tiny college there. And boyfriend and I just sort of decided to move to Albuquerque because it's close and it's a much bigger town than Durango is. So. What kind of printing do you, are you doing? Like, uh, like what kind of printing? Like screen printing she, or she said, but I, yeah. I missed she it told because you, you were talking. No, that. no, I wasn't. I Actually, was listening. Go ahead, talk. Jess. Say it again for the second time. Okay, okay. If anyone shuts up, I can talk. Right? Yes. <laughs> um. So we have a bunch of different printers. One's uh, a Roland. We can print stickers, print and cut on vinyl. So making stickers. Um, oh. We have another one. It's an HP something something, and it prints on these these really nice big rolls of paper for doing like art prints and things. And then we have two large flatbed printers where we can direct print onto foam core, 
polystyrene, um, a bunch of different things. Now, Jess, I'm going to ask probably a stupid question, and you can't snicker and judge me. Definitely. I'm going to snicker and so, judge you. So when you say flatbed and all that stuff, is this all digitally run, or are these like traditional huge presses? It, it's a digital thing. So it's like a giant okay. bed that's probably about the size of a bus, uh, maybe a little wider. And then it's got this big arm, this big gantry that moves across the bed and... Um, sprays down ink onto the media. And we can print on things that are up two inches thick or high. So we can print on a lot of different things. We can print on like, plywood. We've we've done some testing with printing on fabric and the like. But it, yeah, it's all digital. Cool. So do you, do, do you take out-of-town orders quite a bit? We do. Um, I don't know exactly where a lot of our clients come from. I'm actually fairly new with this, and I'm really just sticking to like the print side of things right now. Jess, you have a very nice phone voice, and I mean that yeah. in a not creepy way. I mean it, even though the, she uh, was talking you? about turning lesbian. No, I, got I, mean, it, I mean it in the kind of way. You're gonna leave that, your like, husband you s- and move to Albuquerque. That's what it is. There yeah, you go. I'm just saying, like, you sound like the kind of girl I'd be like, oh, she's cool. I could own a dog with her. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, Jess, did you take this job right out of school? Did you have something previously? You said you're kind of new to this. Um, well, to be honest, one of the reasons why I moved to Albuquerque is because Durango doesn't really have a whole lot of design opportunities. No way. There are a handful of really talented designers back home, but most of them are just working independently, or if they have a shop, it's like three employees. Yeah. So it's not really... It didn't really seem practical to stay there and try to work for those really super tiny things because I didn't think that they could afford to hire anyone else anyway. And there were a handful of design firms in Albuquerque and Santa Fe that I was really attracted to, and I loved the portfolios. So I just sort of moved out here and kind of hoped by applying to these different design firms that someone might bite. And you know, I got a few responses back, and a lot of people really loved my portfolio. But one of the things about New Mexico is it's a really, really poor state, and I did not know that before I moved here. <laughs> and so a lot of people just aren't hiring and weren't hiring. Yeah. So I did a bunch of odd jobs. The first job I had when I moved to Albuquerque was helping out my landlord by fixing up rental houses. Oh, oh wow. Lord. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I didn't... It just sort of happens. Like, I I joined the board of AIJ New Mexico, and one of the board members there, her boyfriend was leaving a job, working for this print shop, found out that they're getting ready to hire some new people. He contacted me, told me I'd be a perfect fit, and a few months later, they're like, yeah, sure. All right, so we'll hire you. So it's not really quite my dream job, but I feel like I'm learning a lot of stuff, you know? like. There's a lot of the printing aspect that you don't really think about so much when you're a designer until you actually have to print or you actually have to, you know, set up the files the way the printer wants them to be set up. Sometimes they're very different. And just think think about, think about, yeah, and think about, uh, you know, when when you do get to get on the other side of that and, and get into whatever it is that you, that is your dream job, then yeah, what is you, your you have, dream job? you have gained a wide amount of knowledge. That's really going to help you out a lot. What is your dream? Uh, job, I don't know. You know, I've been, I've been struggling with that for a while and there's no yeah, wrong answer here. Um, for, 
a number of years, mostly what I, what I worked was just, uh, in coffee shops. So I've kind of developed this love for, for Mm -hmm. independent little coffee shops. So on the one hand, I'm still holding on to this idea of starting up a, a, a little coffee place. And then on the other hand, I'm thinking about starting kind of a freelance gig and I've been flirting with it for a really long time and, you know, just. <laughs> haven't made any commitment to anything really. Yeah. Well, you know. Wake so up tomorrow, Jess, I and have creative control, and people can clients or employers or whoever will appreciate my talents. No, is that too broad? Is that too... <laughs> no, no, that's pretty much what anybody's looking for at any given time. Jess, wake up tomorrow. I know. And I know. Start so your it's business. really broad. Start your business tomorrow morning. Start your business. You need to start no, your business shut up, Pat. Well, you know what? I, I've purchased no, my no. domain name, and I've been messing around with Squarespace. There you go. Space there Square you go. Squarespace. Excellent. <laughs> exactly. Jess, what's um, your... Uh, and I've, I've got some, some information about licensing and, and whatever. I have, I have pretty much all the pieces. I'm, I'm working on my logo. Mm-hmm. You nice. know, well, yeah, yeah. You got to just put, put the pieces together. That's all you got to do. Yep. Jess, what's your yeah. uh, what's your biggest poopy pants moment? What's the thing that scares uh, you? Aside from calling to talk to a drunk oh. Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's easy. Drunk people are really easy to talk they to. They are. That's why you we can basically say anything. That's why we enjoy remember. Quinn. <laughs> She's drunk all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's dropping off the cliff, by the way. Um, okay, I think I have Okay, one. good. It, it's, more, it's more of like a, a, a past story. Um, it happened a while ago when I was uh, still in school. My professor asked me if I wanted to be his teaching assistant. It was like the very last few credits I had to take, and I needed to fill something, and I couldn't figure it out. And we were talking, and he was like, hey, be my teaching assistant. Like, okay. And he basically let me have reign over the entire class. He had me uh, writing up reading rubrics. He had me designing, um, uh, what do you call them? Assignments. Had me do everything. I was, I was doing it all doing lectures and everything. And I was only like four years older than most of these students. Nice. At the time I didn't realize that my professor was only like four years older than me. But it was still a very, very nerve-wracking experience, like, the first few days. Like, I go to class with some of these kids. Like, some of them are really great designers. Some of them are better than me in certain ways. So that was a big deal. But eventually, you know, like, after maybe, like, the first week, I started to get really comfortable and started realizing how much I loved it and how much I loved teaching people and how much I loved that whole environment. So that might actually be another one of those dream job things is teaching. Yep. Yeah. Um, undergraduate level. That's my. Yeah. yeah. Something that I've been, I've been curious. You didn't realize that this was going to turn into like a 30 minute interview with you. Did yeah. You? yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Jess just thought, <laughs> I'll call, the door, I'll like, save the show. My going to come home. And he's like, who yeah. are you talking to? <laughs> Oh uh, well, oh, my sorry, <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, okay. So no, you can no, make this. Okay. You can... I, I'm enjoying this. Like whatever. I don't. You know, well, yeah. my question well, is, you, I, I've been, I've been curious as like, how in the world did you even start listening to us assholes? I mean, how did you find <laughs> this show? Um, 
to you specifically, it was through another show on Mule, and that was through Let's Make Mistakes. And he mentioned you guys one day, and I'm like, oh, okay. okay. And it was like maybe your, ah, your second episode in, go. maybe third. I don't know. It was really early on when you when you mm-hmm. and I first started listening to you guys. Well, oh. I thought that we were the only ones that did that. <laughs> no. Nobody else on Mule mentioned us. Because <laughs> we're kind of like the black sheep. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. good. Well, see, well, but that's the thing. Like one or two episodes in, that was back when they still used to mention oh, us. Right, now right. they don't. Now, they don't <laughs> now they're like, no. I know. Yeah. And, and now yeah. mostly just listen to you. Like I had this, these other podcasts, like design podcasts I was listening to and some of them I'm sort of like I'm over that right now. So I'm, I'm stuck on my shakes. Well, yeah. what's, so you guys can't quit. All right? really, Even if Quinn moves, oh, well, we will have quit. to do the show. Yeah, no. If no, if, if no, no one else is going to do it. It'll still happen. It'll Don't still happen. Wait, did you just suggest that somebody replaces me? No, yeah. no, she <laughs> said no. She <laughs> just yeah. said Even she just she just me, said if nothing else, to yeah, show. we just. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we'll, she yeah, said it'll get moving, better if you replace Quinn. Shut up, Pat. I'm really sensy about that. Oh, we should let Jess get back. Jess, thank you for saving the show. Bye, Jess. I love you. Bye. say i'm super glad she called in so i'm why? very super glad she called seriously in. great we I were like te- we were teetering on the brain yeah this show we was totally to over collapse. until she called we were ready to collapse quinn was collapsing the thing the thing jess that you didn't see was that she was laying on the couch for like 90 okay. percent right. of your phone well, call let's just talk about something really quick okay so how many episodes have i sat on the couch that would be wow. well. Let's see. So we. This is episode oh, like twenty-seven. Should there two be an award them, presentation? Well, okay. Well, two of them I, were I not here. I want to bring up so the fact that, like, if either of you were given the entire couch, first of all, neither of you would be as awesome as I am. On I it. would be in my underwear. You both of you would have laid down many episodes ago. <laughs> the, the second the couch, that I laid down, I was like, why have I not been doing it this way for would have to be thrown away because I would have farted into it about 8,000 <laughs> times. The fact that you think I'm not farting into the, this couch yeah, right now. Actually, so I, sat, I sat on that couch one episode and I it sat just, on it. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't lay after, down. After so many episodes, you're kind of just like, What's this gonna what, feel well, like? Hello, double What's this pillow. Like? Let's explore no, this. Nobody is doing <laughs> this or has this space. So here's the here's the here's the conversation that I had last night with my daughter. I get home from work, and she has written a story called Raven's Wings or Red Raven or something. Okay. And she's like, I have to read it to you. She's got three pages so far, and. It's it's about this guy who's obsessed with this raven, and then he gets on a bus, and he comes in contact with the three Mongol brothers. And when he gets on the bus, one of the Mongol brothers says to this guy, why don't you drop that dynamite, baby? And... <laughs> And, and sing, sing, reading the line. It was her presentation. My nine-year-old daughter. It was wonderful. And so I, at the end of the story, I ask her. This is a conversation I have with my nine-year-old, <laughs> who, is, by the way, is almost reading at a tenth-grade level, which is told by the way that she. Um, I said to her, 
I'm like, now when you when you had that line, why don't you drop the dynamite, baby? I said, were you using that figuratively, or did he literally have some dynamite? <laughs> and Singh says, no, I wanted to use figurative language in that part to really communicate the kind of the emotion that he had towards these people. That's my freaking nine year old daughter. Oh shit. I'm like, oh my God, I just had this. But her, yeah, her presentation. Of drop the story that dynamite, is, baby. You drop yeah. that dynamite, baby. Well, okay, so what she's else like, happens she, in the story? Because like I feel like every down. episode now, you're going to have to tell us more about her Chapter story. Chapter two. No, it like starts off where she's like, and I can't remember the main character's name, but it's like starts off where he's like, so and so backs away from the Kentucky Hotel, the orange and black Kentucky Hotel. I'm like, You've never been to Kentucky in your life. What the fuck? Well, it's also amazing that she's writing from a male perspective at nine. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, you know, and she gets on the bus. The guy gets on the bus and he can't quit thinking about the Raven. But then there's the three Mongol brothers and he comes in and then that was it. And I'm like, you have to finish this story, lady. <laughs> I have to know what happens. I got to know Mongol what brothers. the Mongol brothers yeah, who do. Who are the Mongol brothers yes. and why are they there? Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, my God. God, I'm just amazed by it. it oh my God, she's going to awesome. be so much more talented than you. She it's is. Oh, yeah. I, I, feel, I feel know, like we need to be. produce this into an audio book now. We do. We do. Okay. And, okay, and so have Sing. Okay, and so have Sing yeah, and have it. her do it. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, here's what I want to do. I want to have Sing Skype in on the next episode. Read what she has so far. Okay. Actually yeah. present it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like just what she, it can't be done. What? It can't be done. You know what I mean? Like, I want it to be like a cliffhanger. So, like, she just oh, this part. I thought you said it can't be dumb. That's what I thought, no. too. I was like, well, like, okay. okay. Well, yeah. Fuck. It, it might be dumb. No, it can't be done. Yes, it has to be a cliffhanger. can't be finished. <laughs> and so then, like, for the next three episodes, like, we just keep, like, seeing. Yeah. Well, like, we, we do, we'll release a chapter, an episode. There you yeah. go. I think this is good. I like this. I like this a lot. Oh my God, we are finished. all going to have the poopiest pants ever when Sing writes a story better than anything any of us could have ever <laughs> Well, I told, I told you, she she did, um, you know, she was in uh, Kansas City Art Institute. She did a an art camp. Mm-hmm. And like the teacher like pulled my wife aside and she said, she's like, she's going to be famous. She's like, I want you to know that you need to challenge her. She's going to be famous. And it's so funny because both my wife and I were writers, we're creative, but we're not like purposefully creative. We're not like, (laughs) do it this way. Be independent. I mean, we don't do any of that shit because we're fucking messes already. We we can barely manage ourselves. And. And so, like, to hear that, oh it was my like... God. You guys have the greatest gift of all time. And to, like, hear that, it was like, oh, my God, <laughs> she's going to be creative. You know, and Gabe, too. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I feel like, I mean, Gabe's going to have to come into his own. I can tell him he's creative every single day, but he's going to go, whatever. He's going to have to figure it out. We kind of missed the boat on that. <laughs> and sing like I can still, you know, like I, I like after that, There's I, still a chance. I sit, I sit, sing down and I go, okay, sing, you're going to get older and then it's not going to be <laughs> as cool to be creative. I said, but I want you to stay creative. Okay. She's and she's like, dad, I see what kind of glasses you wear. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome no well you know my nathan he he is going to be he's going to be very good at drawing 
But the funny thing is, is did you see that vine? I I had a vine of him like a couple of weeks ago where he ended up putting on my glasses. And so this is like the, this is like what he thinks of me. It's like, he puts on my glasses and he's like, okay, you know, and he's like, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing another important news podcast. I'm like, fuck. No, another it was so awesome. Like I was like, well, there you yep, go. Basically. I'm basically, doing another dude. important news podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's my life. That's my kid. Plodcast. Nice. Yeah, plodcast and plodcast. Nice. News plodcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, fuck. All right, we should probably start wrapping. We should this wrap up. it up. I finally uh, this, started s- stopped sweating. I know because we opened the door. This has been the show about absolutely nothing, which I guess is probably uh, we two had times in a row. we had a little focus. Yeah, we had a kind little of. focus. Well, you know, Wait, I, mean, I didn't I, finish about my biggest poopy pants moment for moving to Boston. No, uh, you didn't. That's right, because we got the phone call. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember where you left off? Then why'd you even bring it up? You're worried wait, about wait, people wait. not liking okay. you. People yeah, you're not like me Don't being worry. a creative dud. Mm-hmm. And oh, um, I'm worried that they're all just going to be like, they're all going to laugh at you. That's exactly they're what I'm They're all going to yeah. laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably going to nickname you Kansas City. Yeah. And that'll be endearing. Casey Quinn. What up? Okay, I really felt like you guys were going to be like, no, don't worry about any of those things. None of those things are going to be the case. Everybody's no, gonna it's love all legit. You. It's er- all legit. Er- you're going to be really talented. And everybody's gonna love As she's you. curling well, up in the fetal <laughs> position. You're going to be, you're going to be every, you're going to be every bit as talented as you are now. It's, it's like it's like I tell my. Else. I know, but what if I'm not talented now? It's this like I. T- it's like I I'm tell my wife. Pretty sure you're not leaving. It's not your like here. you lose it. It's not like it's an earring in your ear. Yeah. It's like oh my god, <laughs> a uh, like a twig came by and I lost Tore my, my talent out. Yeah, it I lost my creativity. Feel like it can happen that way though. But like, well, of course, if, it feels like it could happen that way. What if it, that's what makes you a good creative? Yeah. Yeah, that's what's good. Guys, really, though. Uh-huh. I feel like neither of you are taking this very seriously. I'm taking it very seriously. Taking no, all of the, the thing, Quinn, is honestly, like, all I'm the things that you're... Sca- so many ad school fucks. Yeah, I know. Those fucks. I hope they're not listening to this. You knew, yeah. Way to make friends, You're already endearing yourself. Oh, hey, here's that girl. Ah, God damn it. <laughs> She's coming here soon. We should listen to what you, she's you all sh- about. Oh, you show up and they're all wearing There's t-shirts no that say "Ad School Fucks." There's no <laughs> way that they made it this far in this podcast. No way. No, no way. way. Out. No they're way. Out. They probably listened to like one they're episode like, and they were like, Whoa, "I already listened to that drunk bitch." This, like this God, makes no sense. This is the person they brought on. Oh my, oh God. my God! To write copy for flow. We're, okay, here's how we're gonna wrap it up. I got, I got some, I got some French champagne. Hot champagne. Hot champagne. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's hot now. Isn't <laughs> it's it? hot now. Well, it's cool. It's cool. It's a. It's. It's as the the temperature that you would have if it were in a wine cellar. And so, um, <laughs> this is like real shit. That's why it's you know. That's why it's got a like plastic a sh- cork. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! How do I get this off? Oh yeah, Woo! it's got a screw top cork. Everyone, hold on. <laughs> oh, let's, 
it didn't perfect. even have a pop. That's perfect. The That's shit. Perfect. That is the perfect cheap. ending yeah, to this. It is. Hand that one glass over like, here. Hold on. Everybody, Back up, everybody. Back up, everybody. It's gonna blow. Pat, here, give me. Here, a you, you, we we got to. We got to do. We got to toast. Here's to Quinn. Even though she will not be sitting on the couch, she is still very much a part of the show. She'll always she be is in the our meat hearts. in the sandwich. She is the meat in the sandwich. To the meat. To the meat. Good luck in Boston, meat Quinn. Tummy. Meat tummy. Oh, this stuff. That's terrible. That's terrible. Oh, God. <sighs> but goddamn, champagne's great, though. Well. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.